I was going to ask you about this later, but since you brought it up with the religious aspect of Lincoln, um, how common do all do all of our presidents have like some sort of religious belief? Like, have we ever had a president who we flat out knew? Hey, they did not believe. Because I have heard that about Lincoln, that some people say he didn't, he might not have believed in God or he wasn't a Christian, but I don't know. Well, Lincoln went through a, a, a pilgrimage, if you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he didn't have static views his whole life long. He grew up among a Christian population, went to church. His father was a deacon in the church. You know, he, he grew up in that environment. Mm-hmm. But as a young man, he was a, an, admittedly a skeptic. Uh, he he read and he read everything. He read the Enlightenment authors. He read Voltaire. He he read Hume. So so you know his mind was open to different ideas. And at that point, he's not really quite sure what he's going to believe. Mm-hmm. But he never, as he himself famously wrote, when he was accused of being an infidel by Peter Cartwright, who was a Methodist circuit riding preacher, and his opponent when he ran for Congress, uh, he responded in a public handbill where he said. Um, that I'm not a member of any Christian church is true, but I've never spoken with intentional disrespect of religion in general or of any particular denomination of Christians in, in, in particular, something along those lines. Uh-huh. Um, and then as, as, as time went on after that, he was gradually drawn, I think, closer back into a, a relationship with God, if you will, uh, through events in his life, and particularly the death of Eddie in Springfield, the death of Willie in Washington. These are his sons? His two sons, yeah, yeah. the two sons that they lost. So... And if you read the th- if you read the uh, second inaugural address, it is essentially a theological treatise. The people were expecting a victory speech, and Lincoln gave them a somber theological treatise and why this nation had suffered so much as a nation, and basically it was because of slavery. The Civil War is a punishment by God on this nation, both north and south, for the offense of slavery. Um, you know, he had to believe something <laughs> to. Yeah. Say that rather than give the nation a political victory speech, which is what any other politician would have done. I, this is an, another little side note. Speaking of this, I was uh, listening to somebody talk about uh, John F. Kennedy. Kennedy was the first Roman Catholic president. And I didn't realize this. A lot of people at that time saw that as a negative against Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, today I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't think about it like that. I mean, and I know President uh, Biden is Catholic as well. Um, but to me, that felt weird. Like, oh, why do we, why would we care about if somebody's Catholic? Um, I don't know. It just. Well, think about, think about Lincoln's time. There was a lot of anti-Catholic sentiment because starting, really? in the, starting in the 30s, 1830s and 40s and then 50s, a lot of the new immigrants were coming from Ireland and from Germany. Oh, a lot okay. of them were Catholic. The, the percentage of the population in the United States, which was foreign-born, went from 1% in 1815 to nearly 14% by 1860, a tremendous increase in the foreign-born population. Mm-hmm. The population, which was Roman Catholic, had gone from, say, 1% back in 1790 to about 7.5% by 1860, mm-hmm. another huge increase. And you remember the know-nothings? No. So the know-nothings, the, the, uh, the American Party, they call themselves, anti-immigrant. 
basically they want to uh, have laws in place that will limit the influence of these newer groups coming over because they're not quite sure if they're going to be dedicated to American values like liberty, democracy. They think they'll be controlled by the Pope in Rome. Millard Fillmore, 1856, third party, know-nothing candidate, got 21% of the vote. Wow. And that was essentially an anti-immigrant party. Wow. So there was no way that a Catholic would have been elected president in Lincoln's time. And you said this was 1856? 1856, which was the first election that there was a Republican candidate, John Fremont. So if Fillmore hadn't been in the race, and Fillmore was a former president, right? Right, right. So he was former Democratic president, but the Democrats were... uh, uh, Buchanan was the Democratic candidate that year. So Millard Fillmore ran as a third-party candidate for the Know Nothings, and uh, like I say, got 21% of the vote. Wow. They called themselves actually the American Party. That was their official name. And uh, they called themselves Native Americans. <laughs> okay. That's right. In the 1850s, a Native American was a white person born in this country as opposed to a white person born elsewhere. We have to be careful how we use terminology because, you know, we, we assume that if we use terminology that we understand today, that that's, you know, it was might have been different in the past. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, n- I never knew that. 